Welcome to Attorney Heart, the podcast focused on bringing awareness to and promoting attorney well-being. Join Attorney Heart as you embark on a journey to improve the quality of your professional and personal life. And now, here's your host, Fernando Flores. Looking up, there's always sky. Rest your head, I'll take you high. We won't fade into darkness. All right, welcome everyone to another episode of the Attorney Heart Podcast. You made it, you're here. So excited to have our next guest, Sonia Sigler. How are you? Welcome to the podcast. Oh, I'm good. Thank you for having me. Definitely. And just so that folks know a little bit more about you. So Sonia uh, has, has been an in-house IP and corporate lawyer for over 25 years. And now what Sonia focuses on is she does executive leadership coaching and business strategy consulting for startups and companies who are looking to grow themselves and reinvent themselves. And she works with professionals who feel stuck, uncertain, or frustrated in their career and really empowers them to find a job that they love, that is balanced, that is aligned with their work-life vision. And as you know, on this podcast, I'm, I'm all about that. So I really wanted to have Sonia on. And for her, it actually took a lot of years to learn how to do this. And she now helps others design and live their balanced life. So um, Sonia actually is a mentor for the Santa Clara University Entrepreneur Law Clinic, and she got she received her JD from Santa Clara University, and she got a BA in philosophy with a music minor from UC Berkeley. Go Bears! I got uh, sociology and rhetoric degrees from Berkeley. So nice. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. And she also is, and I highly, highly recommend it. I'm not going to give it all away, but she also is the author of. Welcome to the next level. Three secrets to become unstuck, take action, and rise higher in your career. And honestly, I I really really found a lot of the information very valuable. I'm I'm not. We're not going to have time to get into all of it, but I just highly highly recommend you get a book. Sonia has like worksheets on there about like learning your own value, and she gives you okay. Even if you implement all of this, you still might you know get stuck with these like ten things, you know. And so. Um, it, it's really, really good. And Sonia, it's such an honor and pleasure to have you on. And uh, let's get to it because today is actually going to be a little bit different. I want you to start with your story. You know, I, I gave some background, but tell us more from your end. And then you're going to give us some awesome self-care tips. But uh, we'll cover that in just a bit, little bit. Let's go ahead and get started with your story. Yeah. So I uh, wanted to be an attorney since I was, I don't know, 13 or 14. And I did everything I could to become an attorney. And then um, I got my first job at Sega right out of law school. Actually, it was while I was still in law school. And it was great. It was a dream job. And I started working there full time after I took the bar and negotiated agreement after agreement after agreement. And I kind of about 18 months in, I was like, is this all there is? And I worked really hard to uh, get to the business side after that. And I figured out that. I was kind of an all-in person, and I would get burned out really easily. And I spent about three years there, and I worked for this guy who I'm just going to say, I think he's a crazy man, and that was super stressful. And what would end up happening is I would get migraines on Sunday afternoons before going back to work on Mondays. And that was, I'd never had migraines before. And 
I ended up getting laid off there about year three, and I had my second job interview at Intuit the day I got laid off. And I kind of went from the frying pan into the fire, and they were acquiring about a company a month. And I was on the team that was doing all the due diligence and, and exploring those and making those deals happen. And I just ended up getting burned out completely. And, um, you know, like being that all in person, you know, I, I didn't want something to drop on the floor. And it's just our company was growing so much. And all that work had to get done. And there were only two attorneys really on the on the product side. And so um, just ended up getting burned out and, and traveling a lot and, you know, not keeping good routines. And so um, I ended up leaving there after my second kid. And then by the time I had my third kid, I ended up having some health issues that I didn't even know I had. I ended up having a thyroid problem that was undiagnosed and um, trying to figure that out and just like things weren't functioning. And so that health, health issue really manifested all that burnout. You know, it, it came out over that eight or 10 year period. So I really had to, had to change up what I was doing. Wow. I mean, you know, the way that, that you describe your story, unfortunately, you know, from the perspective uh, in the legal profession and working with other professionals, it's definitely something that is, um, a lot of other professionals experience that kind of burnout and a lot of other professionals unfortunately see different illnesses manifest after many years of working under very high stress you know very high pressure and i somewhere i was reading how mondays tend to be monday mornings tend to be the day where people have like the most heart attacks yeah you know that the makes total sense <laughs> yeah because it's you know people are, are just freaking out or stressed about going into work or a job that they don't want to go into, you know? Yeah. So Sonia, I want to get into a little bit about the work that you do because I know it's very powerful. I, you know, um, I saw it in your, in your book and I want folks to really have some of that value, but I want to start out with the question. Okay. Take us through some of your top like self care principles. And the first one that I want to ask you about is for you, you know, what, what do you want to tell us in terms of, what what does self care mean to you? What what does uh, self care mean to 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 us? How should we you know be looking at self care? Yeah, you know, it's funny um, that we got on the self care topic because to me, for so long, self care was um, a bad word. It was it meant primping. It meant like my dad had said something mm -hmm. to me when I was like 13 or 14 of like, hurry up. Why are you spending so much time, you know, primping or whatever, you know, word he used. And it was like, it meant selfish. Like I took it on to self care to mean selfish. Mm -hmm. And it took me a long time and kind of hitting rock bottom with those health problems to figure out it doesn't mean selfish. It means self-preservation. Right. Right. And so I just, I started kind of taking my life back and, and little by little. And one of the things I started out with was um, walking my kids to school. And I know it sounds um, simple and it was, and, and they have to get to school anyway, but I kind of incorporated, it was a mile down the hill and um, you know, it wasn't uphill both ways, it was a mile down the hill. And, uh, <laughs> 
uh, a mile uphill. And so seriously getting home was much harder, but I started doing that. So that was like a two mile walk. And then I just added on to that, um, you know, because I was already going to do that. And then um, I was five minutes from my office. So um, I could still get home in time to, you know, get into the office fairly easily and quickly. Um, So that, that I think was the very first step that I took and involving them and taking care of them to be able to do that. Um, And so I think that that was my first realization that, oh, I could put the little one on my back and put him in the baby backpack and walk the other two to preschool. Mm. And so I, that was kind of the first step into self-care for me was taking my health back. Awesome. And then what were some of the next steps that you decided to take is I know that a lot of times it starts with uh, committing to one thing, right? And then after that, you decide to take other steps that in a way end up snowballing into, you know, more and more and more other strategies related to self-care. So for you, that was the initial step, you know, walking that mile back and forth from from, uh, dropping off your kids. What followed? So I started getting a farm share. So I really looked at the foods I was eating and was I eating good, whole, healthy foods, excuse me. And we stopped having any kind of um, processed foods. So we kind of minimized all of that and really started, you know, eating better. Um, I think with the thyroid problem, I mentioned that I really needed to figure out what um, was going to make me the healthiest um, because I didn't want to have my thyroid taken out. And so I was, I was a bad patient. I didn't want to do what they were telling me to do, which was radiate my thyroid and take it out. And I didn't want to do that. So I was like, Mm -hmm. how can I take my health back and, and really figure that out? So the food um, was one of them and that, um, that was important. And I've kept that going, you know, it's been, you know, my kids are all now, um, in college. So it's been a while since we implemented that. And that's been great. Got it. Got it. And for, for you, what tips would, um, would you have for folks who, you know, it, it seems like you made the, uh, the shift to make your self care, uh, non-negotiable. Mm-hmm. What are some of the things that you, you know, tell others in order for them to be able to make their self-care non-negotiable. Because going back to the point that you mentioned, I think a lot of times what happens is um, you're right, 100% right. People think that self-care is selfish. And the way that I try to reframe it is like self-care is actually another form of selflessness. Mm-hmm. Because the more that you are able to take care of yourself, the more impact that you're going to be able to have on people's lives. Right. Um, otherwise, in a few years, like like we we see, get burned out again. Yeah, get burned out again. So yeah, how how, how what are your thoughts around that? Um, I think you really. I mean, it took a divorce for me to figure out what self care meant mm-hmm. because I moved out and I'm you know sitting in an empty house. I had bedroom furniture and pretty much not anything else, mm-hmm. and so I had a lot of time to sit and think. And one of the things I was like is, how do I want to build my life? How do I want to operate on a day to day basis? And I really, you know, I had nothing else to think about at that time. And so, <laughs> one of the things that came up, and I never expected this, but I want a clean kitchen, like the counters. I don't want things on the counters. I, and so that to me, I want to come out when I wake up in the morning and find a clean kitchen. So that one to me was kind of a surprise of that was really um, 
high on my self-care list to be able to take care of my house and have it be a sanctuary. And that was one of the important things. So I think um, one of the things that I do with people I coach is really help them take the step back and, and take a view into, you know, it's, it goes back to that, put your own oxygen mask on first before you help others. So what is important to you? Put your own oxygen mask on. And what does that look like? You know, so I think um, I talked about the exercise and the food. Um, one more thing about the exercise is I, I decided that treadmills were not for me. And so I needed to be outside. So part of my routine is to go exercise every morning outside. And I've got a few loops around the neighborhoods uh, here where I live in. There's kind of a small loop, a medium loop, and a a large loop. And so depending on how much time I have, I can do one of those. Um, And I can, you know, I either run or I walk. And so I've just developed that. And to me, that was knowing that and figuring that out that I hate going to the gym and I hate being inside on a treadmill or whatever or a bike. Um, that was important to figure out. And so I've just developed a couple things like that. And I think the other thing in, that's important is what is a stress reliever for you? So I, I hear all these things of like, oh, you should journal every day. Oh, you should meditate every day. Okay. I'm super flaky about those two things. And I used to beat myself up for not meditating or for not journaling every day. And kind of a, I don't know, maybe about a year ago, I was like, oh, I'm fine if I journal a couple times a week. I'm fine if I meditate a couple times a week. If I could do it more and better and be more consistent, I would do that. But for some reason, whatever lifestyle I've got, it doesn't work that way. So I have the exercise every day, but I don't have the other two in that same intensity level um, or sacredness, but it's still a routine that I put in place. And I think the other thing that I discovered is what um, from a stress reliever standpoint, what do I need? And so one of the things that I do is I um, perform. I play trombone and I sing and dance in like community theater. And those things like physically are good releases. And so keeping those things going, like I never let go of that when I was an attorney. Um, and people were like, how do you play in an orchestra? And I'm like, well, you have rehearsal, you know, Thursday nights. Um, and those were things that you just have to hold sacred and hold that boundary true because no one else is going to do that for you. Yeah. And I, took, I think it took me a long time to figure out that no one else is going to put those boundaries in place. So you have to be an advocate for yourself in that situation. So if you're going to leave the office, um, you know, Thursdays at six o'clock to get to rehearsal on time, um, you know, that's up to you to, to hold that line. So it took a while for me to figure out some of those things, but that's one that I held true to. I love that. You know, and and you bring up a point related to self-advocacy that a lot of times people don't see that as self-care. Are there other things that you would consider that are self-care that people don't really think about them being, um, you know, uh, self-care tactics or self-care strategies? Because I know some folks in certain situations when it comes to their own health and their own holistic wellness can have a tough time, you know, engaging in self-advocacy. Right. Uh, but if you can tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. Um, you know, it's interesting as an attorney, you're always advocating for other people. (laughs) (laughs) And I was amazing at that and love negotiating, but I didn't do it for myself. Yeah. And it really took me kind of getting divorced to start doing it for my kids and for myself. And so that was kind of eye opening. Um, (laughs) yeah, that was, I mean, it seems funny as an attorney to, to have that be an issue, but it was. Um, and I think it was from a cultural standpoint and how I was brought up. Mm. 
in terms of um, you you give you serve um, and if you engage in self-care it's uh, it's selfish mm-hmm. yeah yeah that that mindset well and the other part was don't advocate for yourself just take what you're given um, you know, don't ask for things. And so that was the other thing just from a familial and cultural standpoint that was kind of drummed into me. So don't ask for anything. You're not going to get it. And then just, you know, um, stick, stick to your, you know, keep, keep close quarters. Like don't ask for things and don't, don't, um, you know, don't stick yourself out there. So it was interesting. You know, and just so the folks know, uh, we actually, Sonia and I met in person at the 2019 I Matter Now conference, which is awesome, you know, to, to be able to connect in person as well. But one of the things uh, that we did on there that you also talk about in your book is in terms of relation to knowing your strengths, right? And we did, and remember, uh, we, we had a strength finder workshop. And so, you know, it was, it was like slightly different, but, you know, getting to the same idea at the end of the day. Um, and one of the things that one of the attendees did who was a volunteer for that particular workshop he went up and then he he was like okay well um if you want me to to not be humble you know okay here we go and then he kind of was able to talk to him about himself in a more like positive way i don't know if you saw that that shift transmit that transition was so amazing to watch right i i I was just like what he was doing yeah exactly and i thought i thought that also is another like form of self-care where where and you talk about it like hey know your own value you know yeah. and 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 in that way it's kind of like he owned his own value you know and then he was able to uh talk about it and express it and that, it was it didn't come off as egotistical it's just yeah. genuine and yeah. this is what i have to offer to the world Wasn't and that- he was joyful about it that was the other thing yes. to watch he was a little timid to begin with and the more um we drew him out and the more he's like yeah well i did this and and you know i served clients doing x and the more he talked about like the actual experience the more joyful he got about the strength that he had and i would say that ability to self-promote mm. and not feel like you're bragging and not feel like you're boasting i think that's a skill to cultivate and i think you know throwing that into the self-care mm-hmm. bucket i think is really important and kind of turning self-care on its head is you know self-promotion is self-care you have to take care of yourself first no one else is going to like hand you a raise no one else is going to just promote you because you know they think you you actually have to make your wishes known and part of taking care of yourself is to to let others know that that's what you're you know, looking for, and that's what your ambition is, and that's what your goal is. It doesn't mean you need to be an asshole about it. It just right. means that you need to promote yourself in a way that serves you best. Um, yeah. And looking at self care kind of holistically and broadly, I think um, most people don't do. They think, oh, I need to go to a spa, and they see a very limited view of self care. And I think looking at it from a broad standpoint of how how can I best take care of this one body and mind and soul that I have right now? How can I do that? Yeah, you know, and and I I think it's uh, it can be challenging for folks to. Uh, also because you mentioned, you know, culturally how you were affected in terms of your ability to engage in self-care and even seeing self-care as a bad word, you know, but a lot of times people want to remain humble. They, they don't want to boast, you know, and a lot of times if you own a business, you have to talk about what you do. You have to let people know what your results are. If you want your business to grow, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I think that, um, business owners, 
for the ones that end up succeeding, they really take ownership of what they're doing and what their mission is. Like I see that in you, you do an amazing job of, of owning what, what you're doing. And, and um, I love that. And you see the joy in working with you. Um, and I think some business owners don't really share um, the skills that they have and what they can do for people. And they don't put it in terms of results for their clients. And so, and I, and I encourage all attorneys to be able to explain what they do in like three or four words. Mm -hmm. um, and I encourage them to come up with a couple experiences so that when they are talking to people in a networking setting or a business development setting, that they can relay those anecdotes and stories and success stories with their clients um, so that other people say, oh, I know someone who needs that, um, even if I don't need that. And so to make that connection and say, yes, I do need that kind of help, um, I'll keep your name in mind. That kind of connection with people is super simple, but you mm -hmm. have to keep the results. I mean, it's all the what's in it for me. What's that connection? Yeah. Um, and if there's no what's in it for me, then I'm not going to remember. And I think people forget about that. So, so whatever those skills are, I think attorneys need to like just embrace it and, and find a couple anecdotes to explain it to people in you know, plain English. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. And one thing that I wanted to ask about a little bit is there's going to be time, Sonia, in relation to people wanting to engage in self-care when life will get in the way. There's going to be times when, as you mentioned, you know, you, you had to travel, right? Yeah. That, that's one example. Or, uh, you know, maybe a little one gets sick or um, you don't have time to cook a dinner. You got to go, you know, and buy some food. You know, what are some of the things that you surrounded yourself with? What are, who, you know, who are some of the people maybe even that you surrounded yourself with to set yourself up for success in relation to self-care? I want to, I want to extract some of that knowledge from you. <laughs> yeah, there are a couple of things because the, the traveling is really what would get me off kilter from the exercise and the good food because going out mm. with the sales team, you're drinking, you're eating a lot more than usual. You're eating at restaurants. Um, so I, in up at airports and train stations walking, you know, from end to end. I was in an office in Redwood Shores and there were walking paths all out there. And um, we would have walking meetings because it was beautiful outdoors and because we were getting away from prying eyes and ears in the office. I mean, that's what started it. But at the, uh, we kept doing it because it was such um, a good way to get out of the office and not just work yourself to death sitting in a chair. Um, let's see what else I started traveling with exercise clothes and tennis shoes <laughs> so that that took away that excuse of I don't have the exercise clothes and I and I do I've been known to use a hotel gym once in a while but I really prefer just to go outside and explore and with the iPhone and the and the GPS you know <laughs> better not to get lost <laughs> and I've been known to FedEx my you know tennis shoes back or <laughs> <laughs> I might carry on or something, you know. Um, and then I think I made a list of kind of healthy food choices, um, like when I'm on the road. So like plain okay. yogurt or hard-boiled eggs or cheese stick or something that was a little protein-based and, mm. and not all carbs. Because I think one of the things for me that I notice when I travel is that I go right to the carbs. Mm. Um, so whether it's a croissant or French fries or, you know, just that everything would seem to be carb related and not a lot of protein. So I kind of stay away from those for me that that was um, one of the biggest things to have a couple backup strategies. 
I think looking for the small wins and not trying to say, oh, it has to be this one certain way. And I had mentioned the writing and the journaling and the meditation. And it's like five minutes of meditation is better than no minutes of meditation, Uh, even if it's not the 15 or 20 that I was striving to do every day. So I think just looking for the win and looking not to be pigeonholed or to have to do it the same way every time. And so I think what I did was cut myself some slack in there to say, okay, today it may look like this, but tomorrow you've got a meeting that starts at seven. It's not going to look the same. You may not get your walk in. You may have to do that at lunchtime or some, you know, when you get home. So I think looking at it holistically on a, you know, 30 day basis or not a day to day basis and not beating yourself up like, Oh, I didn't meditate today. I think, I look at the exercise I do in the morning as kind of a walking meditation. Mm. Um, sometimes I listen to books on, you know, tape or books on, you know, whatever. Um, sometimes I listen to stuff, but most of the time I'm out there um, observing nature, taking pictures of flowers, you know, that kind of thing. So I'm, I'm doing something, thinking, uh, working my way through issues. Um, so I kind of look at it as a walking meditation in the morning. So stopping being rigid about that and being a little more flexible you know, mindset wise really helped me. Mm, awesome. I, I, I think, I think that that's a really, really, really good point. And I think that's also something that's going to help a lot of people because, you know, sometimes um, we'll, we'll read a lot of information in terms of what like the perfect, you know, morning routine should look like, you know, and I think that works for some folks, but that also doesn't work for a lot of folks. And, you know, I, I tried it, I could not keep it up, you yeah. know, and so I made it my own. And I do it for a period of time that works for me that just kind of keeps my mind, spirit, you know, emotional wellness, physical wellness, fine tuned on a day to day basis. I do my best, you know, and like you mentioned, some days your best may not look the same as in other days because life will happen. So I think think looking for the win in that situation and not just beating yourself up is really important to change that mindset. So I actually did on Instagram a very, a very, uh, short challenge related to the the like just wellness wins challenge and i did that hashtag and you know people for seven days they did this uh you know okay today my my wellness win was this but you're taking it up to a whole new level and i want you to talk a little bit about that because um i think this is the first time that you're going to talk about that uh or maybe you've written about it before i'm not i'm not sure Yeah. So last August, so a year ago, I did this 30 day um, self care kind of, it wasn't really, it was kind of a challenge. It was kind of just a, uh, you know, awareness really. Mm -hmm. And I did it in August because people were sending their kids back to school, getting into a different routine. And I wanted to help people redefine what self care was for them. And so I just, I, and it, it's really interesting. I picked pictures from my life. So I said, I take pictures of flowers and and people and, you know, selfies and goofy things. So I picked a picture and I made the label for each day and there were 30, it was 30 days. And some things might be as simple as call your best friend today. Like, Mm. like where does that fall in your list of priorities you know, make an effort to call your best friend and say hi today or reconnect. Um, and it just was simple things like that for a 30 day period. And it was like, where, like, people think self care has to be this involved and, 
um, complex process and, and that I don't have time for. And so they don't do it at all as opposed to starting with something little. And so I did something like that every day. Um, and for me, just even doing that for 30 days and going, oh my gosh, I almost forgot to post today. So even for me to do something like that for 30 days, I had to plan ahead. And sometimes I would come up with what they were two, three, four days in advance. So it would be ready to post as opposed to, oh my gosh, I didn't do one for today. What is it going to be? Um, so even that just for me was, was part of the self-care of like, no, I really want to try this for 30 days. Um, and one of the things I observed recently was um, I'm doing the 12 week year. So I don't know if you've read that book, but that's no. pretty phenomenal. And so instead of waiting for a year long plan and procrastinating until the fourth quarter, you compress everything to a 12 week plan. And so it, it kind of keeps your goals top of mind. And so looking at some of those things, I was like, I am inconsistent <laughs> and and it's not nefarious or bad it's just that's how life is so mm -hmm. cutting some slack and saying what can I you know what is that little win today and what did I do that that really was about self-care I think is you know kind of dialing it back to some some doable level and I don't mean that just dial it back so it's so easy you're not going to fail that's not what I mean I mean just be real about what you're capable of doing given your schedule and everything. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think that 30 day challenge really opened my eyes to keeping something going for 30 days and being consistent every day about it. So that for me was a win. <laughs> no, that's awesome. That's, that's really cool. And I, I like the, the component of self-awareness just kind of, you know, you know what, what, cause a lot of times we don't, we don't pay attention to that. You know, mm -hmm. I know that for, for many years, I never paid attention to, those little things but even like you mentioned calling your best friend that's social snacking it's healthy for us you mm -hmm. know and i just did an episode on that recently and it's really healthy for us to be able to yeah. call someone that we haven't connected with in a long time just a quick hey how are you doing and a lot of times we feel like we just got to get on the phone for an hour and a half and catch up like oh no you said hey i haven't talked to you in a long time i want to catch up with you but i want to give you just a quick call right now and let you know how important you are in my life you know yeah. um i gotta let you go but I just wanted to tell you that, you know, yeah. love you, man. Take care. And that's and you brought up something I forgot to say about in the self-care is the nooks and crannies of time. So mm. one of the things I started looking at is, okay, you've got 15 minutes. What can you do in that 15 minutes? You can write a note. You can write a thank you note to someone. You can make a phone call. Um, I started reading books and making phone calls when my kids were at soccer practice. Um, or I would do more exercise around the field while they were at soccer practice. So I just started looking at those pockets of time uh, or going grocery shopping while I dropped them off and then coming back. And so I didn't wait until they were done with soccer to go do the grocery shopping. So there were just things that I looked at differently. And what are those nooks and crannies of time that we have and we don't recognize? Um, I worked with a nutrition coach once who said, you know, something is better than nothing. So if you can run yep. for five minutes, it's better than not running at all. Yep. Running for five minutes is great. If you can run for six, do six. And so it was just, it was a mindset change for me um, in terms of something is better than nothing. So back to that meditation, you know, five minutes is better than, than <laughs> nothing, but um, don't beat yourself up for not doing the 20 minutes. Yep. Uh, so. Yep. Yeah. And even if you only got two minutes, go for it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's, it can be very grounding. <laughs> so this is welcome to the next level. 
with <laughs> Sonia Sigler. <laughs> so, Sonia, where can people reach out to you? Where can they connect with you? Where can they have more of you uh, in terms of your book? Uh, just, just give us all of that so that people can access it and, and go to it. So the name of my website is soniasigler.com, and that's just my first and last name, S-O-N-Y-A. S-I-G-L-E-R. So soniasigler.com. There's contact and my information on there. You can always um, contact me on LinkedIn or Facebook or Instagram at Sonia Sigler. You'll find me on all three of those. And then if you do want a copy of my book for free, just do soniasigler.com slash book. And that'll take you right to the, the page to get my book for free. Oh, awesome. Awesome. So you heard it here on Attorney Heart. Yeah. Sonia's giving you her book. <clears throat> and um, Really, really, really grateful. Um, and I want to ask you just one last question. Okay. If, um, and I've asked this to a few guests before, but um, if we remove all the titles, everything, all the books, um, all, the, all the background, and, and this is it, this is the last piece of advice that you want to leave people with. For you, what would be that piece of advice? What would be that information that you want to leave everyone with? I think that what matters for you is what you need to be doing. So don't be doing what everyone says you should be doing. So you should be meditating for 15 minutes every day. If that doesn't work for you, do what does work for you. Mm. If meditation is not for you, do something else. Um, but don't be caught up in the world of shoulds mm. do what works for you i love it thank you sonia and i i am very grateful for you to um to have been a guest on the podcast and basically what you're telling people is stop shirting all over yourself exactly <laughs> yeah um so thank you so much. And I look forward to staying in touch. I look forward to connecting and uh, just, you know, uh, moving forward in, in this, in this uh, wellness movement together. Yes. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. It's such an important message to get out there about self-care and taking care of yourself. Definitely. Well, thank you again. And thank you, everyone, for tuning in to another episode of the Attorney Heart Podcast. As always, I really, really appreciate you. And I look forward to connecting with you at the next episode. Take care. Bye, Sonia. Bye. Hi, everyone. This is Fernando, your host of Attorney Heart. Thank you again for tuning in to another episode. If you enjoyed this episode, definitely subscribe to our podcast and YouTube channel. And if it can benefit anyone that you know, please share it. Attorney Heart is brought to you by iMatterNow. I am a... T-E-R-N-O-W. Please make sure to check our website at imatternow.com. Again, I-M-A-T-E-R-N-O-W.com. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Every day presents an opportunity to engage in self-care. And remember that it is not selfish to take care of your well-being. It is necessary. So take care and connect with you on the next Attorney Heart episode.